I'm Ray Rogers. And I'm Brad Kepler. You're listening to Fix This, a podcast exploring tech ideas and solutions to some of today's largest challenges. We've covered a lot of different topics in our past episodes, human trafficking, preventing illegal deforestation in the rainforest, and more. Many of these issues are widespread with ripple effects that can impact us all, but these issues aren't always visible to the general population. But today, we're tackling homelessness, and this is a visible problem. Walk down the street of almost any busy city around the world, and you're bound to see or encounter people from all walks of life experiencing homelessness. I used to volunteer at a local shelter in D.C. We'd arrive early in the morning to prepare breakfast free of charge for anyone who needed a meal. And we served in shifts. After the doors were closed, the volunteers would sit down at the table and eat a meal together with the same people we had just served, our neighbors. After all, many of these people lived just a few miles from where we, the volunteers, lived. It's so wild. And what do you learn from that? What's your takeaway? There were so many things, but one in particular. Not all, but many of the people I talked to found themselves experiencing homelessness after an ill turn of events. Their house burned down, they lost their job, or an unexpected sickness was accompanied with high medical bills. Just things of life that could really happen to anyone on any day. The shelters and other volunteer activities like the one you did play an important role in helping to manage the day-to-day reality of homelessness. But there are other ways to look at this. How can we use technology to systematically fix the problem? Is it a problem that can be solved? What's currently being done, and how can the cloud change the way we think about and approach the problem of homelessness? Our first guest is Jessie Metcalf. She's our colleague at AWS, and she sits on the public sector team aligned to state and local government customers, where she is a subject matter expert on homelessness. Ray chatted with Jessie to learn more about the issue and how AWS technology can be used to reduce homelessness. The annual homeless census is conducted usually on one night at the end of January across the country. And it's really conducted by the continuums of care that are focused on homelessness crisis response. There's 400 of these continuums of care all throughout the country. And as the name implies, they're focused on really centralizing that coordinated response in their community. And it was 4 a.m. in the morning. I met 700 other volunteers in Austin, Texas, and we broke out into well-coordinated teams, fanned out across the city, and encountered people experiencing homelessness. But that goes on on an annual basis all across the country. Data will play an important role in not only understanding the problem, but solving the problem or coming up with real solutions. Can you tell me a little bit more about where technology really comes in here? What are some of the challenges that we face in solving homelessness across the nation? And how can technology help to diminish them? First and foremost, that point in time counts. In most communities, it is done on paper, literally on a clipboard, I wrote down the information that I collected about the individuals I had an opportunity to engage with. And then those papers were stacked on top of papers from the other 700 volunteers. And then that data was manually entered into a system by other volunteers. That data then rolls up at at a national level. So all 400 of these continuums of care are rolling this data up. And then based on that count, the federal government uses that information to understand how many people are impacted where, and then they're they're basically distributing the federal funding based on that count. 
collecting that data manually is inefficient, of course. Manually entering it into a system is prone to, you know, data integrity error. So to get a much more accurate count, you know, we get, technology absolutely has a role. But additionally, you know, understanding the scope of the problem one day a year does not help you understand the problem because the problem changes on a daily basis. People move in and out of homelessness and understanding those trends is also more critical to applying the kinds of interventions that will actually have an impact. Some communities, what they're focused on is connecting the different homeless management information systems across their state, for example. State of Texas, we have 11 different homelessness continuums of care and their systems do not talk to each other. And what that means to a person experiencing homelessness is that when you're in one system and you've taken the time to develop a relationship with case manager who's working with you and something catastrophic happens like a Hurricane Harvey and as a result of that, they need to evacuate you to another region. What that really means is that you become a new person experiencing homelessness to that other region and all the information about you, all the information about the programs you've already qualified for, they don't follow you. And so as a result, you have to begin the process again with another community. And so this is where the cloud can really help, right, is connecting some of those systems and helping this data set flow with the person so that they aren't re-traumatized and having to repeat themselves over and over every time they may encounter a new system or a new person asking the same questions. That's absolutely right. Cloud has a huge role to play in really simplifying the process of connecting those disparate systems together. And then in real time. So you're not dependent on that once a year point in time count. Another trend that we are seeing in, uh, in communities across the country is they're struggling to find a solution to help individuals with their vital records. So what that means is when someone is experiencing homelessness, they very often don't have all of the papers that you might normally keep in your file cabinet where you keep your birth certificate, you know, your driver's license, your social security card. All of those vital records are critical to accessing the kinds of resources that you need when you're experiencing homelessness. And without those, you can't prove eligibility. You can't qualify for permanent supportive housing that would get you off the streets. Many communities are looking at ways to store these vital records digitally. And then if those hard copies get lost again, it's okay what every community should be focused on is this. They should be finding ways to work very collaboratively within their community across jurisdictions to develop a true continuum of care. And with that, they'll be able to identify homelessness when it happens very quickly and then very quickly get those individuals assigned to the resources that they need in order for homelessness to be rare, and non-recurring. There were a few terms that came up in that discussion that might be new for many of us. To recap, the Continuum of Care Program, or COC, from the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development helps create local plans to promote community commitment to ending homelessness. Every January, each COC conducts the annual point-in-time count of people experiencing homelessness. Like Jesse mentioned, these counts are planned and carried out by local communities before the data is shared with HUD. 
While the point in time count plays an important role in understanding homelessness at a community level, the process could be supplemented by technology. Community Solutions is a nonprofit organization who heads up the program Built for Zero. Their mission is to create a lasting end to homelessness that leaves no one behind. Built for Zero works with more than 80 cities and counties across the U.S. These cities and counties use data to change how they work and approach the problem of homelessness. The goal is to reach what's called functional zero for chronic and veteran homeless populations. Ray chatted with Beth Sandor and Jake McGuire, principals of Community Solutions, to uncover what role data plays in reaching functional zero. Here's Jake. Let me just take a minute and acknowledge the bigness of the mission. I think, you know, we, we, we get into this habit of saying so casually, you know, what's the goal of your organization? Well, we're working to end homelessness. And I think we, we, we forget it is true. Most people we speak to, I'll just be honest, don't believe. And so we have to show them. I, I think one of the things that most people sort of start with is they think, well, if you were going to end it, you would just have to build so much new housing, you know, in, in a way that would just be impossible or so hard to do. Or they say, well, people are just so sick. I mean, you would have to unlock solutions to, to mental health care and things like that at scale in a way that just feels, you know, almost impossible. You know, the truth is housing, um, treatment, services, th- those are key pieces of the equation. But actually, the biggest thing right now that is standing in the way, I believe, of many communities being able to get to a sustainable end to homelessness is actually the ability of all the different groups on the ground working on this problem to coordinate with one another. I mean, you can imagine if you had an incredible hospital with all the best treatments and technologies and medications and what have you, but nobody within that hospital had the ability to share records or communicate about patients, uh, it would be almost impossible to think about uh, patients in that hospital getting the standard of care that we would expect. And the same thing is true with homelessness. We really need technological solutions that can enable different organizations to work together around the same group of people to improve the standard of housing and service delivery uh, that we're seeing in the field. It becomes apparent when you describe it that way, technology is actually the linchpin of solving homelessness. Yeah. I mean, in some ways, all of the technical problems, like how do you house someone? What does good housing look like? You know, those are things that we're always improving. But in many ways, we we came upon answers to those kinds of technical questions as a field a long time ago. But this question of how do you actually network and coordinate all the people that have to come together to make those technical solutions possible, you know, that's a question we're still, I think, wrestling with as a, a field communities right now, they have to record and report data on all the people that they serve. The technology that they're required to use to do that was developed what feels like eons ago. And it sort of starts to feel like no wonder that we haven't made as much progress as we want to. How are you identifying the communities that you're working in? How many are there? And what does it mean when you say that 13 of them have hit zero on some of the things that you're tracking? Built for Zero is a national initiative of now 85 communities who have all committed to end homelessness for their veteran population and for people experiencing chronic homelessness, which is long-term homelessness among people who have disabilities. And the reason to focus on those two populations is to really learn what does it take to end homelessness for all populations. And those communities were identified by really just being willing to raise their hand and figure out a complex problem that no one has a silver bullet solution to right now. So we designed and launched Built for Zero to really figure out the answer to the question of what does it take to drive reductions and ultimately get to zero 
at a population level across a geography in a city or a county. We were lucky enough back in January 2015 that 75 communities at that time were kind of willing to figure this out with us. And the cohort of communities has grown over the last four years now to 85 communities who are all focused on on this outcome. But then more importantly, once they get to zero for veterans or for chronic, really taking what they have learned um, to scale to work across all populations. What are some of the main challenges that have historically faced communities that are trying to wrap their head around what homelessness looks like at the community level, at the state level. It sounds like siloed data is the main issue or lack of data. One of the first challenges that any community who's committed to doing this work faces is having good information on who is experiencing homelessness across that the community at a person level. So what are the individual needs of each person that would end their homelessness, both housing resources, as well as services that they would need to support them. But then also having a picture, not just at an individual level, but across the whole geography about how the population is changing over time. So how many people are coming into homelessness every week or every month? How many people are exiting? Um, Without that information, it's very hard to know if anything that you're doing is working. It, It feels like a daunting task, but we have now seen 75 communities be able to get that kind of data for one or more populations across their community. So we know it is possible. We believe no community in the country is going to end homelessness for one or more populations without that level of data and ability to pull insights from it. Yeah, and that level, that amount of data being stored and shared across organizations and sort of interacting and being de-siloed really requires the cloud. How can data be a unifying force and what is the future of data as it relates to ending homelessness for the next five years or the next 10 years? Like, how will we continue to scale this solution? Jay talked about this earlier, but I think the homelessness sector for decades has been way behind um, the rest of other sectors in applying, really using technology as an accelerator. Um, It's been very focused on compliance. I think there's this big shift we have to make both in our human capacity as well as our technical ability to really use data for improvement and learning as quickly as we can. And so the challenge for Built for Zero, for for Community Solutions as the catalyst behind this initiative and for our communities is how do we, as quickly as we can, bring those tools to the community leaders trying to do this work. So I think that's the challenge of of the next 10 years for us, or hopefully a lot shorter time frame than 10 years, but is to use technology to clear the path on some of the biggest barriers our community faces. And generally that's at the simplest level, just being able to understand how the problem is shifting and changing over time. And if all of the their current time that they're spending on solving this problem and all the investments, all of the programs that are being funded are adding up to a system which is capable of driving reductions in homelessness. What I want your listeners to understand is this, if it sounds really simple, like, oh, we just need a really good database that can make good connections (laughs) in real time and give us real-time analytics on a complicated problem, and that doesn't sound that hard. Yeah, it's not. I mean, this is a problem we've solved. It's just we need the ability to solve it in this space. And I think that is where we have made this move to say, let's look to the tools that people are using in other sectors to solve similar problems. They're using 
Amazon Web Servers. They're using Tableau to visualize data. Like it, it's just they're using GIS mapping software. These tools exist. It's just about how do we bring them into this space and then link them up to all the people that are doing this work. To build on what Jake said, there are a couple key partners which are dramatically changing our ability to do this work. Um, Tableau Foundation came in early to say, how can we help clear the path for you on this? And then AWS has come in in the last year and really changed the game with our ability to give communities access to tools that they need. And so I think we are feeling really confident that if we can bring the right partners to bear at scale and not just work one community at a time, but say, okay, if we were going to move this needle at scale across all communities trying to do this work, what resources would we need? We feel really excited about the partnerships that Built for Zero currently has in the tech space and the ones to come. How can individuals and communities do more? Is there any way for them to stay plugged into what you're doing or something that individuals can do that can help move the needle? Um, how do people make a difference if this is something that they feel passionate about? One is to really expect and put pressure on your electeds to have good data and real-time data. It feels wonky, but I think if you are someone who cares deeply about your community or your city or your county's ability to see fewer people on the street and in shelter, they cannot do that without real-time data. And I think expecting that, asking for it, asking the mayor, do you know today how many people are experiencing homelessness? And if that was fewer people than uh, last month, that is at the heart of being able to solve this problem. So really advocating for that as a change. Certainly continuing as a community member to advocate for more affordable housing across your community and to see a lasting solution to homelessness. So not seeing shelter as the answer to the the challenge of homelessness in your community. It's a short-term answer to the challenge of unsheltered homelessness, but it's not the answer long-term. So really focused on good data and affordable housing for everyone across that community, whether people are experiencing homelessness or not. Go to joinbuiltforzero.org. You can see if your community is participating. Uh, If they are, there's some information there that help you get connected to your local effort. And if they're not, send a note to your mayor or your county executive and ask why not and say that uh, you want your community to join. As ambitious as this is to say, with the right people and the right technology, we have hope that homelessness can be fixed. Thank you to our guests, Jesse Metcalf, Beth Sandor, and Jake McGuire. To learn more about today's guest, visit aws.amazon.com and community.solutions. To read more about the work Community Solutions is doing, visit the AWS Public Sector blog at aws.amazon.com forward slash blogs forward slash public sector. And to you, our listeners, a big thank you for tuning in. If you liked today's episode, please help us spread the word by rating the show, leaving a review and subscribing for more stories. We'll catch you on the next one.